0: What up, party people? It's your boy Tommy G here with episode 47 of the No Mercy podcast. On this episode, myself and Bobby talked about January 6th. We talked about the aftermath. We didn't spend too much time talking about the bum rushing of the Capitol for the simple reason that it's pretty much been beaten to death by this point. We talk about it a lot on our Discord and our Gilded. Head over to number4deep.com and join our Gilded. Our Discord was just removed again. About 5,600 patriots in the Gilded. We do live shows in there. Uh, you guys should definitely check that out. Uh, we also talked about uh, Belle Delphine and her fucking human trafficking post. We talked about Bobby rescuing a hamster, Ron Paul, uh, Pelosi, Bill Belichick, Twitter stock, uh, Army Hammer. Uh, d- you name it, we covered it on this episode. Pretty much anything that's hot and in the news right now, we got our hands on. I uh, want you guys to get over to 4deepbets.com. The number 4 deep B-E-T-S, B-E-T-S dot .com. We are crushing over there. We have packages as low as like $37 for a week to check it out. We just hired my boy Night Ghost, who's the probably the top NHL handicapper in the country, and he's killing it, 3-0 and on his first night. Uh, my boy Rackets for tennis just hit the plus, uh, what was it, plus 1,000, plus 800 winner of the Open that just took place, hit his first 10 tennis bets of the tennis season. UFC's coming up this weekend, NFL playoffs this weekend, NCAA basketball Pretty much every single night. Uh, My system is 39 and 24, up 16 units. Uh, I'm also 23 and 10 on props, up 24 units. We got Bill Rupp smashing over there, Joey smashing, Hoffman, the whole crew. So get over to 4deepbets.com. I think the code HOLIDAY20 is still active. I'm probably not supposed to be giving it out on here, but you could use the code HOLIDAY20 for 20% off, which will bring that $37 down to, in the 20s. So uh, come over there, check it out. We got a live 24-hour chat. We do shows in there every night. I'm in there probably, no joke, 30 hours on the weekend and probably another 50 throughout the week. So if you like my voice, you're going to hear a lot of it over at 4 So there's our promo, there's our ad. And now let's get to the show. Hit it, Bobby.
1: Well,
0: it's the No
1: Mercy Podcast with Tommy G. Sure like talking mountains, spheres, The party begins when we're four drinks deep. That's when we start trying to red pill the she. Create the mayhem, we create the mayhem. The bot is a gay alien. Create the mayhem, we create the mayhem. The body's is a gay alien.
0: What up? Let's get weird. It's your boy Tommy G here with episode 47 of the No Mercy podcast. A day late, but we're still on time. We're still here, keeping up our streak of one episode a week, two episodes on one of those weeks. And the person responsible for this podcast coming out a day late is my co-host, cousin, and Tetris extraordinaire expert, Bob's Lessons. Do not...
1: Let what Tommy just did fool any of you
0: guys right now. Best defense is a good offense, son.
1: Do not let Tom fool you guys. So yesterday he ended my Cal Ripken-esque streak. I
0: did not. Your responsibility, you're in control. You're my handler.
1: (laughs) Okay. All right. So I I see what you're doing by by saying the streak continues. But I – so my Cal Ripken streak of five episodes in a row was snapped uh, yesterday. And I'm very upset about it going into today. I I will continue. And and if you want to say that the streak is alive, we can go with it. But I'm a man of my word. And I do believe that there's an asterisk on this episode to begin with. So I may ask Lewis to put an asterisk on this
0: episode. No, no. I mean, honestly, it's uh, you you broke the streak. It's we we know I'm difficult to deal with. And you chose to take credit and start to sun me last episode and start to start to show a little too much dominance, Bob. You basically Mm. were getting to a point. Where at first it was like cute and funny the first couple weeks, right? Mm-hmm. Like, look, look, I'm doing a great job. And I was really proud of you. I was yeah. like, you know what? Bob's on point. He's putting schedules together. He's making sure, Tommy, one o'clock, let's go, right? Yeah. Not drill sergeant yet. By the third and fourth episode, you were starting to get a little cocky, you know, like, like, you know, like be here at three, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then, and then on, on air last episode, you were just basically like talking about how you've slayed the dragon and you, you control the universe now and the, the mighty and anarchist Tommy G has been controlled by Bob's lesson. So I just had to, <laughs> had to fucking check you a little bit at the, at the, uh, unfortunate, uh, disservice to our listeners who now had to wait 24 hours, but sorry guys, you got to break some eggs to make an omelet and, uh, now your streak is over, and now you realize uh, who King Dingling is.
1: <laughs> I even compiled a list of all the uh, the great comments talking about how amazing my job has been the last five weeks. I know, yeah.
0: You started fucking, like, literally, like, starting Twitter you- threads <laughs> and sending me fucking screenshots of everyone. Like, enough. <laughs> enough. I had to end it. I had to put an end to it, Bob. Sometimes you got to cut the head off. The so same. would
1: you admit to everybody that what you did yesterday to me was calculated?
0: No, no, just coincidental, and uh, it was <laughs> okay. totally coincidental and with no intention whatsoever. And you even called me at like three thirty, like, "Yo, you promise, right?" Mm-hmm. Like you would, um, yes, Bob, I'm running a little late, but I promise you, we're going to record today. And mm-hmm. then you just, you just, you gave up.
1: See, I think if you're not ready to go on Wednesday from here on out, we need to sign a contract that a podcast does go out. So if you're not mm-hmm. there, it'll just be the No Mercy with Bobby Oops. B. It's a simple fix. <laughs> Uh, on Iconic's end of just erasing Tommy <laughs> and
0: replacing it with the same font. I think we just air like a Tripoli episode or something. <laughs> 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 just add a tinfoil hat episode or something. Like yeah, yeah, it. that'd be good. That'd be good. <laughs> that'd be fun. And I'm sure he'd be fine with it. It's, uh, I mean, it's a good win for everybody because I do not uh, want you hosting the show without me.
1: It's cross-pollination. I'm okay with that. As yeah, long as the good. podcast gets out on Wednesday, I'm doing my job
0: you know right. i i mean i think you're doing it as long as we get one out a week because we literally went whole weeks without getting them out so i still will say you're doing a great job oh, i appreciate but, um, that you're just not gonna fucking you know make me look like your little whipping boy that's we never talked
1: a lot happen. about establishing dominance and why it's important we did
0: you we know. did we talked about it last night in the discord mm-hmm. um we had a long conversation which uh kept leading back to your fucking hamster gerbils or whatever the hell you're sticking up your ass these days (laughs) but the uh would would you like to tell the story we'll we'll talk about it i mean it did yeah i'm not not one to act and pretend like we didn't have the conversation and redo it no so we we had it so fill them in and then i'll tell them how you're a hypocrite fraud
1: well yeah so we had this discussion in part the discord but it starts with the number one rule of you never take a girl to a pet store and I've I've learned that mm-hmm. lesson the hard way twice now. So we were looking for some fish stuff because you know with with fish it started with one fish and then we need a bigger tank. So now we got four fish. Now right. we need a bigger tank because they're bullying each other. So we uh-huh. go back in to get a bigger tank. And there's some little gerbils and hamsters that are sitting there. Uh, and so now that's we want How it to, starts? It starts with
0: fish and ends up with a crying baby. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's like nesting. Someone. You no, know, it's on. such
0: a it's such a boiling. She's boiling the frog right now. You let's know, start so with a fish. Oh, I I let's am. get a
1: gerbil. Now you're gonna get a dog. Some people think I am the one nesting, and and and, and there were some people that were oh, yeah, that, that I'm, the, that I'm yeah. the one that's trying to see how she is as a she, mother.
0: She's definitely the dude because you're the bitch. So, <laughs> yeah, um, so yeah. No I, bitch. I, I could actually see you, like, poking holes in the condom to trap her <laughs> into <laughs> having a baby. Yeah, because she's underachieving. You're overachieving. So, yeah, it would make sense that you're the one trying to nest. So, yes. yeah.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. you know, the whole day it was, oh, baby, I want a hamster. I want a hamster and to be honest with you yeah, they're kind of cute never had one um the only thing i was worried about is my sinuses which ended up being horrible so um she went to work uh, i i go on facebook i go are there any places to get gerbils uh locally and of course that started like that
0: just started a whole just does anyone know where i could find a gerbil lube and a paper towel roll
1: <laughs> I didn't really think that one through, so it got like 13 laugh. like you know, normally in Facebook, you get like a, a mix of like likes and laughs. It was just I would all know. laughs. I <laughs> wouldn't know. I'm banned. Okay, yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. So anyway, you know, Danny even gave me a hard time about that. So I, I got the gerbil. She comes home. You know, everybody's happy, but I didn't realize one, the hell I would wake up to the next morning with my fucking sinuses going crazy, right. and two, I didn't realize. How horrible of a pet owner I was! Um, oh, I, re- yeah. I remembered from my teenagers that I was a bad pet owner, but I fucking was in the middle of cleaning the cage and I left it open oh. uh, to get on a call of constant This is what owners. day
0: one. It's day one. And you're just weeks from eating her sandwich at lunch. Yes. So you're showing no, no progress. Husband qualities no, whatsoever. Zero, zero husband qualities. Zero. Quality. So
1: this is, this is, I, this is, I'm not lying. I get on a call with Constantino. I get off the phone <laughs> and I say, I'm going to play a game of Tetris. So I
0: went, no, shocker.
1: And I went and I, st- I literally started up the first game. She walks in the door. She's like, Where's oh, the Sebastian's in it? Where's Sebastian? Where's Sebastian? And I was like, in the room. And I just hear this. Oh my God, where is that hamster? <laughs> and I'm like, what do you mean? And I go in there, and the cage is open, and the hamster is fucking gone. Oh, you're so fucking stupid. It's gone. So yeah. I spend an hour looking. She's like,
0: why does he smell like Bob's ass? <laughs>
1: Exactly. I mean, what do you what do you mean? He's gone? And then you hear this little like fucking like, sound <laughs> coming from my. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, here's the funny part about it. I found the hamster, put it back in the cage. Everything is good, right? So mm-hmm. that was number one. This is Wait, no,
0: no. I, I should add to that. Which you told the Discord last night that you and and I know there's another part of the story coming yeah. where you said so I saved the hamster.
1: Yes, saved.
0: Yeah. It. So you felt you you neglected the part that you literally lost the hamster, well, like you told is, everyone you did, no, but no, you no. suddenly brought it to, and then I found him and rescued him.
1: Well, so here's here's the thing. That was the first time this fucking thing got out. Right, no, well, this, I, I,
0: I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell them about the fucking second time where you were a goddamn superhero. I but, was the damn yeah. superhero. Okay, yes, so now tell them time, about the second time.
1: Well, it's just kind of like, you know, like when you watch like a Sports Center top 10 where the outfielder mm-hmm. juggles the ball for fucking mm-hmm. and then ends up catching it like, right, right. you know, nestled up against his leg. Well, I mean, he mm-hmm. dropped the ball, but it Never hit the ground that's kind of what right. i did. and
0: then he makes like catch of the week right? yeah then makes, so i make right. catch of the week essentially right. well, someone like me who's just a superstar would have caught it right away and not have the problem but leg, then right? you don't
1: yeah. end up on sports center right you know, yeah exactly, exactly. i got to make a play out of this
0: thing so yeah. now you i can't save the guy. cat unless you let it out of the house as it's hanging off the balcony <laughs> exactly. right exactly
1: exactly right. so i look gotcha. at a, i look at the glass half full so uh mm-hmm. so then you know we get on discord last night what well, we're about an hour hour and a half into it, and i get this text saying the hamsters in the speaker and I'm this like, was
0: just fucking.
1: I'm like, what the fuck? I go. This Tommy, was right
0: I, after he was telling the hamster story. He get you hear in the background. It's not he didn't get a text. I mean, he might have got a text too. I got a text, but for, you hear it. You hear yeah. Bobby like get away from the mic. Go, what do you mean? Where's <laughs> the? What? It's in the. It's in the speaker. Oh shit! <laughs> what do you mean it's in? The- Y'all guys, I'll be right back. The <laughs> the yeah, that's, right. that's exactly
1: how it went down. I was like, I got, I gotta go. This the hamsters and the speaker right now. <laughs> it, it I swear to God, she was not lying. She brought the speaker out, and it's this big, like uh this i don't know if you guys are familiar with speakers but i mean it's like a, it's one of those speakers that you use at like large events and it's a right, like 350 dollar yeah. mackie speaker and mm-hmm. uh, brand new i didn't tell her the price but um so so she brings it out and i hear this little like rustling around in the top of the speaker i'm like this motherfucker crawls through the tiniest little hole in the bottom of the speaker and ends up all the way at the top and so mm-hmm. i got like a fucking you know i got a um we got all, you know, the Phillips head screwdriver out. We got the drill out. And, the, you know, we couldn't get it open because some of the fucking screws were
0: stripped. This so, isn't how you told the story last night. Well, let me finish. I'll let you get into it. Mm, so I dude. had to
1: resort to cutting Open the front of the speaker and destroying it entirely and sticking my hand all the way up to the top. What a sh- brave soul. And shaking it out. We have yeah. it on video, so we will release the hamster rescue special, which I'm sure will go triple viral.
0: Send it straight to James O'Keefe. <laughs> Project Veritas. Yes. Beta boy rescues hamster from his asshole. <laughs> yeah. So that, that's not, are you finished with the BS story? So I could tell the real one or. I mean,
1: yeah, it's just basically like I was a hero twice in a 24 uh, hour
0: span. What a fucking, well, you're a fucking Maximus Desiris, Bob- <laughs> Bobbius. Um, so what really happened last night was Bobby was fucking just fucking just retarded. Like he came back from his 20 minute hiatus like, like I just told you, like, oh, I'll be right back. i going to rescue the hamster, right? And he comes back, like, on his fucking white horse with no shirt on. Like, he just fucking, like, saved the village of children. And he's like, I rescued the hamster. I went, and I here's a picture of the speaker, and the speaker's destroyed. It looks like fucking Tommy G lost a $5,000 bet and put his arm through it, right? <laughs> yeah. It's like. It's like, like ping pong went sideways or something, right? Yeah. It's just destroyed with a hole. And there's a little hamster out there. And he posted a video and he's talking about how. And I was like, Bobby, why did you fucking destroy the face? your very expensive speaker. And he's like, because you don't get it, Tommy. I'm like, why didn't you just get like a screwdriver and like unscrew the back panel and fucking go get the fucking hamster? And he's like, Tommy, you don't understand. He's like, when, a, when an animal's in danger and it's your animal, you're like a. <laughs> It is exactly what he fucking said. I know I exaggerate to make shit funny sometimes. This is fucking really what he told me. This happened exactly. I have a recording of it. And he goes, you don't understand. Like, ever. He compared himself to a woman who gets superhero strength to lift the car that their child's trapped under. He goes, you ever see those people, like the women, the mothers when they're on the street and their child's trapped and they just get this superhuman strength and they lift the car? That's what I was doing, Tommy. And if you understood you would understand that there's no time to do any of that. I just panicked. I saw the hamster was in trouble or gerbil or whatever the fuck this little rodent is. And I just went right through the speaker, went in, grabbed it, saved it. And I'm like, dude, it's fucking... The speaker is, like, bigger than its fucking cage. It's not in a pit of fire. Dude, and there like, was,
1: like, this, like... Because there's, like, sound suppression technology. It's, like, this little, soft little pillow in the speaker. It literally was... Just like, <laughs> I mean, dude, I don't even think you can construct a cage better than my speaker. I actually might use it for a cage. I was going to
0: say, way. you probably should going forward. So... After just punking me in front of our Discord, by the way, if you need to access the Discord, go to the number four, deep.com. Uh, it's now a Gilded because our Discord was deleted again, but uh, about 6,000 people in there. Uh, we do shows in there all the time. So uh, you can go to my Instagram, uh, at create the mayhem. You can go to Bob's Instagram, uh, at bobslessons, or you can go to at 4deepmedia.com and access the gilded but fordeep.com is the best way to do it so we're in there doing a show and then bob's telling us this whole fucking bullshit story and he's just, there's hundreds of people in the live voice chat right and he's just clowning me like i'm a beta i don't you don't understand i don't have time to get a fuck and then fucking how five minutes you. how dare you the hamster was stuck in the speaker how would I, I get a screwdriver right now? I should be on Discord right now. <laughs> <laughs> the hamster should be in its cage right now. The uh, So I told him, I go, why didn't you get a fucking screwdriver? Then this motherfucker, after the whole chat going like, Tommy's a fucking asshole. He would have gone and just got a screwdriver instead of immediate. He tells us that he it, like slips and he goes, yeah. So first I'd got a screwdriver and tried to unscrew the back of the, the speaker, but the the screws were stripped, so I couldn't do it. I'm like, wait a minute, you just fucking punked me for saying that's what I would have done. that you were a fucking woman punching through a speaker to save a child. And then you're admitting, Bob, that you went and got a fucking screwdriver and tried to do the same thing that I asked you why you didn't do. And you punked me in front of fucking 350 people.
1: Oh, I was on mute. I'm a dumbass. Um, So anyway, the funny thing about it... I was like, that's a
0: long dramatic pause. I was like, the dramatic pause is good. You might be dragging it out a little bit here.
1: Right. No, so it was funny because I even compared it to... uh, Who Who's the guy that landed the plane in the Hudson? (laughs) Yeah, you called yourself Sully. (laughs) Sully. So I was like, remember when Sully, you know, when the birds... Uh, you know, uh, went through the propeller of or whatever the fuck you call it of a plane. And, and so they had that time to think, like, do I land it in Teeterboro? <laughs> so landing it in Teterboro was me using, you know, the drills. And then I realized that Teeterboro is not going to work. I got to land this thing in the fucking Hudson. Right. And so yeah. I landed it in the Hudson and
0: saved. It. There were no casualties. Rescued it. Rescued it from its soft pillow in a wooden cage. <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So
0: exactly. anyway, uh, Bobby, we're very proud of you. Thank um, you. You're a hero. You're a hero of the week. And, uh, I do want to say this at the end. I will, I will
1: be full disclosure. I did a wardrobe change before I videotaped it.
0: (laughs) I was going to say, you look pretty sharp. Like, you know, like when you did videotape it, you looked, you know, I I know how you are around the house. Your hair's all over the place. You're fucking, you know, in a ripped shirt. Like, yeah, you know, and you you looked you looked pretty Ashley's good. Like, angle, are you, you had
1: to- serious? This fucking thing needs to come out, and you're changing shirts and putting your hat on right now. I was like, yeah. Well, I mean, I respect that, Bob.
0: As <laughs> as a diva, I, I respect that. And so I, I won't make fun of you for that, although others would. Yeah. Um, so you want you told me something that I need to know that I don't know because as I've been telling everyone nonstop, we will talk about January sixth, and we will talk about um January oh 20, yeah I got breaking news 20. if you have any that uh queued
1: up I do have breaking yeah, news
0: let me see I, I don't know I think all I have is uh yeah I do That's perfect all right breaking news Lady Gaga to sing
1: the national anthem at the inauguration to couple the fact that Tom Cruise will be hosting an inauguration celebration with us it'll be a star-studded event ladies and gentlemen so we have Tom Cruise people. I'm sorry Tom Hanks hello We'll be hosting an inauguration celebration. So that being said, two people that were on Tommy G's threads are a part of this cabalistic inauguration. That'll be supposedly happening on the 20th.
0: I mean, I think I have to victory lap that. Yes. Right. Yes. Right. Like I got to take a small victory lap on that, that Tom Hanks and Lady Gaga, uh, I mean, that's real. She's <laughs> Yeah, it,
1: the New York Post just posted it, uh, that Lady Gaga will be singing the National Anthem. My question is, who's singing the Black National Anthem and who's singing the Italian National Anthem? So I I'll think be putting, you are. I, think, I would hope so. I would hope that they would they would see my body of work and uh, ask me to sing the Italian National Anthem. I mean, yeah,
0: you're, you already have the Italian National Anthem that you did, if anyone missed it. Maybe you can post it on your Twitter, which is fucking completely insane right now. Yes. Um, but I love it. And we'll get back to Hanks and Gaga here and then we'll get to January 6th in a minute. You guys know we always do the first 20 minutes fucking around. So I do want to mention your Twitter, Bob. Um, mm-hmm. Don't like giving you attention, uh, like talking through you, uh, over mm-hmm. you, around you, whatever I have to do to you know keep myself in the spotlight and keep you out of the spotlight. Yeah. But um, I got to give you credit on this one. So I don't know why I'm screenshotting this. I just screenshotted it on my computer and for a
1: podcast. I'm so used
0: to being in the Discord and the Gilded now that I fucking I'm used to posting the thing in the chat as I talk about it on the mic. But (laughs) so so Bob's Bob's fucking Twitter is uh, I guess to avoid being banned. It's Comrade Sideshow Bob parentheses I heart China. Yes, he's in the picture. His normal picture with the flat brim hat, but he's got a rainbow with a black fist on it. Yep. his bio says BLM forever. Mm-hmm. He, she, him, her rainbow. Okay. <laughs> well, so the, he's was
1: yeah, like I did instead of, you know, like I did, I think it was he, she, right? Is that what I did? He, she, him, her.
0: He, she, him, her. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I don't know what any of that means. I don't even know about Neither this either. <laughs> yeah. And uh, then there's a rainbow and then just next to it, it just says friendly. Yep. <laughs> Which I love it. It's my favorite part. Oh, rainbow friendly. All rainbow right. Friendly. That's, uh, it was funnier when it just said friendly. Um, I love communism and the Chinese flag mm-hmm. pro censorship exclamation points after all these, by the way, yeah. wear a mask exclamation point, get the vaccine exclamation point, point. and then a clever little person dash, mm-hmm. dash, dash, six space feet, dash, 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 and another little person yes. showing social distancing. Uh, and and I do believe
1: perfect. the two, pe- the two persons were of different color
0: um i did not notice that but it does appear that uh, let me blow this up no it oh. appears they both they both are brown Dude, a brown woman and a brown man
1: all right i gotta change that oh they're yeah, both brown were... never mind i'm good i'm good okay. you
0: should be i mean i don't know brown they look like me in the summer they look like me and you and danny in the summer you know we get really t- i don't know if you get the color me and danny do yeah. but do i still um, have
1: the multicolored fists up there
0: um i do I see aim. a fist on a rainbow on okay, your hat that's,
1: good. that's fine i did have yeah. the resist in the multicolored fist that might have been a little too over the top i might have maybe it was a bit much yeah, yeah maybe it was a it's bit like much. a cop asking somebody for one marijuana you know it's, so. it's a,
0: one marijuana <laughs> it's actually interesting though because i do um i do feel like you're gonna survive the twitter purge so uh, one of your most recent tweets, which was just from a few minutes ago, Lady Gaga got my back. Lady Gaga to sing the national anthem at Joe Biden's inauguration. So, yeah, uh, that is correct. Those are two of the people that I did threads on. One of one of the first two. I mean, I, I would feel I made my name on Tom Hanks. Right. And uh, so it's good to see his clone uh, or body double or uh, deep fake, whatever they're doing, who's going to be involved in the inauguration. And then the, the high priestess of Satanism, uh, Lady Gaga who will probably have uh, Marina Abramovic standing uh, stage side uh, handling her somewhere in the distance beyond our sight? So uh, I will take my victory lap there. Uh, seems like pretty much everyone I threaded this summer when I was on my viral rant uh, tear uh, had something happen to him. Ellen, uh, we know what happened with her. Mm-hmm. Tom Hanks moved to fucking Greece. Uh, we have fucking Lady Gaga, who everyone knows is a fucking Satanist. Oprah decided to fucking not leave her house for the whole year of 2020. Jimmy Kimmel stopped the show for the whole summer. Uh, I'm sorry, are you announcing my Corona roster or your threats? Yeah, well, I mean, it was a smart draft to just draft my <laughs> okay. threats. Okay. Yeah, and just draft my threats. That, that oh. was his cheat sheet. Yeah, yeah. So I'll take credit for that. But uh, yeah, so so I think we hit the nail on the head with that, Bob. So that's uh, well, that's a it's point.
1: just it's just amazing at how predictable this shit is. You know, yeah. it really is. Like even in the um, you know, the Joe Biden video or song that I did back in the day, I mentioned Lady Gaga in the lyrics. You know, I mean, it's like we know what's coming. Like remember mm-hmm. when Jay Z and Beyonce were endorsing Hillary in two thousand sixteen? Yeah, we know that this shit's coming. Like you know, is this them paying their dues or it's you know, it, it's it's. You know, it's the it's cabal. reward for paying their dues. That's yeah. exactly right. That's exactly yeah. right. So, yeah. um, you know, it's interesting, and but it's predictable. We're not. Are we surprised by any of this that's going on? Absolutely not. Like none of this stuff is surprising. But it's just, it just honestly, if anything, it validates all the stuff we've been saying on our podcast about how interconnected yeah. these people are.
0: Yep, and now they yep. use them to control the masses, 100%. So let's get to January 6th real quick. Uh, yeah. Kind of old news by now um, because it was last week. Everyone knows what happened at the Capitol. Um, they stormed the Capitol, and Antifa was bust in. There's all kinds of crazy shit that went on there. The bigger thing is really the aftermath yeah. of January 6th. So, I mean, mm-hmm. we did 17 Discords. I think I did a I did a 19-hour run in the Discord the day of January 6th. So I was in the Discord from noon till 6 a.m. or 8 a.m. or something like that. So pretty exhausted talking about Gen six, but the aftermath of it is what's the most important. Cause you are the, um, your number one thing. Like I always talk about the sex trafficking and pedophilia and the Hollywood elites, right? That's my thing. That's mm-hmm. my number one thing. Uh, your number one thing, which I would put as one, a for me is censorship, right? right? That's your number one concern. You've always been, this is in everything and anything. And what we've seen over the last, uh, week is fucking maniacal bob this motherfucker ain't even in office yet and i know people are going to ask us what's our take um on is trump getting in or not uh, before we get into the censorship i think we should just lay it out like where are you bob as far as what do you think happens on jan 20 and then we'll backtrack to the censorship stuff you
1: know it's funny because people have asked me that and and what i kind of say is like I think it's okay to say, I don't know at this point, you know, because
0: I it's the only answer.
1: It really is the only answer. And it's okay to say that because I don't think any of us have been here before. I've talked to people that, you know, shit, like uncle Danny who've been voting since, you know, like uh, FDR's first term and, uh, <laughs> you know, and, and like none voted of them for voted for Lincoln. Le- he was there, dude, you know? Uh, so he's seen a lot of false flags too. So, uh, but, um, you know, so, it's okay to say I don't know, you know. But the one thing that we can't control, and this is this is something that will give you guys encouragement, is without the people's um, approval, they really can't do shit. Which is why. Um, they continue to do false flag events. The whole purpose for false flag events or the Hege- Hegelian dialectic, which we talk about all the time problem, reaction, solution, create a fake problem, generate a reaction. So, reaction step two if you react to it, right, then they're allowed to increase their government overreach. So, the false flag is the manufactured event. That doesn't mean it's fake, it can happen. It's just mm-hmm. the way that they portray it, or the Patsy's used, or the Antifa used, or the paid provocateurs used, whatever it is. And then the media media's job is to promote it and to create a reaction the second step is your reaction okay but they need your reaction if you don't react the way that they intend to then their whole formula gets fucked up so the thing is is they can have the house they can have the senate they can have the presidency but if everybody in the world sees that this was a fucking fraud if we can prove that it was a fraud if the 60 percent, because i always like that number know that it was a fraud, they can't fucking do anything. At some point, there will be a revolt. There will be a peasant revolt. It's happened plenty of times in history where the people do rise up and we talk about it all the time. So to answer your question about January 20th, I don't know, but if January twenty first comes around and Joe Biden's president, we're still here. We still have the same opinions. We were right about ninety percent of the shit that's happening, and you guys need to understand that, especially when you're in the business that we're in, where we're make trying to make predictions of, of of probable outcomes. You know, like like the the shit that's going on right now that we've talked about is happening. You know, and and the number one thing that I've always been outspoken about is censorship. Because if anybody that studies history, the first thing authoritarian regimes do is they try to censor. They, they they try to control the media and propagandize the media. So whichever side, I don't care if it's the left, the right, the middle, or both.
0: The left, the left, the, the left, left, left. The
1: left, the left. If they're trying to censor, that is an authoritarian tactic. So I go the opposite direction, which is why I started voting for Donald Trump in 2016. I've been saying it for five years, and now we're seeing January 6th as the PSYOP, as the false flag, as the excuse that they needed to create a coordinated attack against anything right wing, anything. And it's creating a new normal. It's creating, you know, if, if they're going to try to erase an entire mainstream way of thinking. I mean, think about it, dude. I mean, that, that's, that's, you know, we're seeing uh, the lawyer for PBS uh, getting caught on Project Veritas video saying that, you know these uh, Trump supporters' children need to be separated from them and put in re-education, re-doctrination camps. Like this is becoming mainstream thought, and it's and it's it's quite frightening. But yes, censorship is the number one thing, and and we're seeing it, man. Like even with you know the the Twitter purge of the President of the United States of America, and even we we were talking about with some of the payment processing.
0: Yep, uh, we will talk it's, it's, That's a lot. <laughs> it's, it's, hold, make a note for payment processing because we need to talk about that. But I want to address uh, your take on everything. And again, it's it's tough doing all the, the shows on the Gilded nonstop because I feel like I've said all this a lot. But I'm saying it to like, you know, a few thousand people over there and there's hundreds of thousands here. So I got to kind of talk like I haven't said it before. Yeah. But my whole take on everything, as I've been saying, you know, ad nauseum is nothing fucking what, Bob? What am I going to say? Matters matters. Nothing fucking matters. Nothing fucking matters. Nothing fucking matters. Okay. Tommy, what happened in the Senate hearing today? I don't care. It doesn't matter. Tommy, did you know Lady is singing that? No, I don't care. It doesn't matter. Like nothing fucking matters. Like that's where I've been at for months. That's where I've been at on here. That's where I've been at on the discords and the guildeds. I keep trying to fucking tell everyone the end has already been decided. The summer was the time for us to wake everyone up. The early winter, the, the fall, That was the time to be prepared and try and fight, go vote and rally people and get people to the booths and expose Hunter Biden, et cetera, et cetera. Once November 3rd happened, we had a couple weeks where we really had to keep fighting and exposing the manipulation and the fraud. And we kept doing that through the month of November. By mid-December, the the courts and all that shit was done. It was time Mm -hmm. to just wait till Jan 20 and hope that there's a plan. So when people ask me, what's my uh, percentage now? I don't know. I don't even want to give you a percentage because you have to have an opinion. I have no opinion right now. I think if you want my opinion from what I said, I think we win. But I know that's emotionally charged. I know that's also a lot because I want us to win, right? I do think that there's a plan. I do think we could be seeing a phenomenal outcome to this where they just fucking shut the internet off and fucking arrest everybody and all that. I also am a realist thinking, like, that's fucking a lot to get done in the next six days, right? So I'm just being real here. I don't know. I'm just waiting at this point. I love that when people come to me and you, Bob, and they're like, please tell us, help us. Uh, We've been spending all our time in the Discord and the Guild basically just calming people down. Just tell them, like, listen, just no matter what happens, we're on a plane right now right? We did everything we could. We packed our bags. We got our wallet. We got our cards. We got the hotel lined up. We got the rental car lined up. When we arrive, we got our fucking seatbelts on in the plane. We got everything set up. We got fucking sleeping pills. It's all there. We're in the plane now. We're in the plane now. Like we have no control right now. Okay. So we should be in school right now, but we're in a plane. So if it starts fucking getting turbulent, ain't shit you could do right now right like you could have done shit before you got on the plane you could do shit when you get off the plane so you could have done shit in december you could do shit january 21st but right now just sit down and calm the fuck down just everyone stay calm not everything's a calm not everything's a negative or a positive uh we can't just try and spin everything just wait by the next no mercy podcast we're gonna know the answer and hopefully that answer is we can't record no mercy because there's no internet right but (laughs) I mean to sit here and be saying like we know what's going to happen. We've been wrong about a lot of shit too, Bob. We've been right about almost everything as far as what's going on behind the scenes. They're going to try to mass vaccinate us. The celebrities are pedophiles. Army hammer, which we'll talk about in a little bit. These people fucking are deceitful, they're fucking manipulated, they're going to fix the election. The impeachment's going to fucking get passed through and we're going to have to wait on that. You know, people were saying Pence is going to turn on Trump. All the court rulings are going to get shot down. We're not going to win Sharpie Gate or Arizona or Georgia or Michigan. We've been saying that the whole time. Like, we're not winning anything in court, right? We're not winning anything. In and a we vote. also
1: said that, like, if the plan was to be, you know, for this whole thing to be settled by lawyers in courts, then, you know, that it was the worst plan in the history yeah. of the
0: fucking entire world, right? Yeah, so, yeah. right. So the whole point is, what did we say from the beginning? We said we wanted to win the election. The, the, the Q people have been adamant about, you know, this is going to take martial law in the military. Okay. Well, then why are they the most nervous? Because my whole thing is, I've said from the beginning, I'd like to handle this shit without all that. I think we could just fucking win the election. You know, like, let's just catch them cheating and win the fucking thing. But right now, that's our last resort, right? The last stand, the Alamo, is Military Intervention Insurrection Act. That's all that's left. Mm-hmm. And the analogy I gave Bob in the, in the Discord was, Picture we went into this war in March with a gun, a knife, a sword, a shield, a grenade, a bazooka, a rocket launcher, fucking steel tip boots with metal spikes on them, fucking, you know, lasers out of our helmets, right? We had all these weapons and guns and things. And every month, like boom, 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 boom. Right now, all we got's the rocket launcher. Yeah. Everything else is gone. We've lost all the rest of our weapons. So we can't, you know, four more years, Trump will fix it. Uh, Trump will win the election. Trump will expose the... Like, right now, it's strictly the rocket launcher or bust. It's internet shuts down martial law or bust, right? So, at that point, that's kind of scary because the rocket launcher isn't good for hand-to-hand combat. But it is the strongest weapon. Yeah. So, if we're right, and everyone was right, this is the one that me and you were a little skeptical on, right? Like, uh, if it's going to come down to needing the rocket launcher, we might be in a little bit of trouble here, guys. So... I mean listen, I'm I'm as positive as anyone else. I'm preparing mentally, I'm focusing on myself and within. I'm not going to sit here and fucking scream into a microphone that we're 100% going to win. I know it because that's just, you know, hype to me. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to win. I hope we're going to win. I'm trusting that there is a plan, that there is something going on behind the scenes. It looks like there is, but I'm also not going to stand here and grandstand like I know for a fact because I don't even trust my own fucking sources anymore.
1: And here here's and here's the the term winning and I think people when you think about this, and this is why I know we are winning. So, you know, when, when, when I think of winning, I think of court of public opinion, not an election. So I want you to think about this. Yes, what, so we're what,
0: destroying what, that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: over the last four years, I, I watched this because I analyzed the media. I analyzed, you know, that, that's kind of like my forte. Um, I've watched media oligarchs crumble. Ratings crumble. I watched individual content creators, citizen journalists' accounts rise from the ashes from 5,000 to 500,000. I've seen walk away movements of, of, you know, eclipsing half a million people walking away from parties. Every trend was trending away from this uh, progressive left, I call it, you know, what we call it regressive left movement, and trending towards an open market of free thinkers. That's what's happening. That's why they're so afraid is because they know that they're losing the public. So the next option is to hit the nuclear button and shut us all down before we can all coordinate and mingle.
0: When which is are, their rocket launcher.
1: That's their rocket launcher. So coronavirus, separating people, closing down, any place where we can communicate with each other about whether it's election fraud or anything. But realistically, what they created was sitting people sitting at home and trying to figure out what the fuck is going on, which is why the Great Awakening actually accelerated. This is their mm-hmm. nuclear button was, was stealing this election. If you want my honest opinion, I feel like the 2018... Um, you know, uh, uh, congressional elections were kind of like a precursor and a warm up to see if they could get away with the shit in 2020. Because I remember sitting in my house in 2018 saying, "There's no way this is correct." And I and I think they were trying to say, like, this is a precursor, this is a warm up to see if we can do this during the presidential election. We saw fraud on the ground. We've seen fraud digitally. We've seen fraud in the voting machines. We've seen fraud in fucking space. So the thing is that we need to continue to understand and push. This, the, the fraudulent to understand that if we don't have elections, if we don't have democratic elections, we don't have anything. okay And that, that I'm, I'm, like part of me is glad that this happened so that everybody can see that we are we are just as susceptible to this as a third world country. you know we're just as susceptible to all this stuff and, and if we don't protect our country then then democracy is lost. you know but as far as winning, we're winning. As long as we have the court of public opinion, we are winning. Which is why they're afraid. Which is why they're shutting us down. Which is why they're taking away our livelihoods. And so, you know, you need to be optimistic about that stuff, but also prepare. And one of the way, and we talked about this. One of the ways we can prepare is to get on various alternative media outlets, start developing followings, not parlor, right, guys, but um, yeah. you know, start developing followings. And that way, if you know some type of apocalypse happens to where we get kicked off the big you know, big tech oligarch media platforms, guess what? Now we have new rivals that can pop up that have their own servers that aren't beholden to Amazon and shit like that. So, you know, I mean, stay optimistic, but also don't get caught with your fucking pants down.
0: It's, it's, um, it's all they have, right? Like we're winning, which is why they're panicking. So I, I, I feel like there's multiple wars going on at the same time here, and that's where people are having a difficult time differentiating, Right. Like, we're getting our fucking ass kicked in the political electoral side, right? Like, they're kicking the living shit out of us in the fucking... They took over the House. They took over the Senate. They're in pace to take over the presidency, and they're basically trying to make D.C. a state, which will then give them two more seats once they achieve that. They'll probably then go fucking try and make New York City a state, go make Los Angeles a state, and then Biden already said he's going to open the border to 11 million... Or not open the border. um, uh, Get... um voting rights for 11 million illegals that are here uh, undocumented workers so he's going to give them citizenship so there's 11 million more voters on the fucking democratic party Uh, we're not going to be able to get anything through because they control the house and the senate they already rigged the election machines the voting machines so in the midterms when everyone's like we're going to go win the midterms now they'll fix it again and we they basically are on pace for just a complete takeover of government going forward right raising taxes to 62% implementing vaccines, doing everything they need to do. So we are getting skull fucked from a political standpoint, right? And and everyone just has to admit that. Now, I know everyone out there says, but Trump's going to, okay, bet I'm in for six more days. Like, you got me for six more days. Like, I'm all in telling them, like, we're going to do this. Trump's got a plan. Trump's got a plan. But once Biden gets inaugurated, we got to realize, all right, we lost that battle. All right, that doesn't make us wrong on everything else. We're actually kicking the shit out of everything else. We are dominating every other non-electoral college, uh, Congress, Senate, House of Representative discussion in the world. We predicted censorship. We predicted them sh- uh, whitewashing us from the Internet. We predicted the race wars. We predicted them uh, coming after us, coming after our freedoms, limiting our speech, shutting down all alternatives to Twitter and Facebook. Like everything that we said they were going to do, they already started and Biden isn't even in yet. We even right? predicted
1: so, that coronavirus was an excuse to uh keep people at home and do mail in ballots so they could, you know, do, you know so they can win the election, win the election right? Election I,
0: mean, I mean, you said that there was gonna be race wars starting six months before the elections, a year ago, and it happened almost to the day that you said it. I said the media was gonna take over the airwaves, and it doesn't matter who wins the elections because they're gonna pretend like they won anyway, which they did. Like, so we're hitting the nail on the head. Army Hammer just came out with DMs, uh the, the Winklevoss kid. From the social network, six foot six, good looking fucking up and coming Hollywood star, has a couple of new shows that everyone's watching on Netflix season two of some fucking show. His DMs just got exposed where he was talking like rape DMs, like torture rape DMs with girls that he was like dating, saying, like, I'm I'm fiending for your blood right now. I want to cut you open and drink your blood. Um, have you recovered from the other day? You seemed, you acted like you were scared. And she's like, "I really was scared. You were scaring me. I was crawling away. I still can't move my neck." He was like, "I want to hold your beating heart in my hand, and like, I want to, I want to, I want to suck your minimal minerals out of your blood, like crazy shit."
1: Who's this, right? Who says that shit?
0: Like this shit is crazy. I'm actually compiling information uh, to put a thread together on this fucking. dude.
1: Oh, breaking news! Uh, breaking news that deserves uh, a. Oh no, no!
0: No! 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 no. <laughs> Oops, wrong (laughs) one.
1: No, that's perfect. Your threads are a fucking joke. (laughs) Are we (laughs) we
0: still in Festivus? (laughs) Dude, dude, Thread Festivus never ends. Like, that never ends. You have to troll every thread thread ever. (laughs) No, Thread Festivus. But yeah, I mean, it's like this dude's fucking crazy. And he's good looking. And he's a Trump hater. His whole Twitter is about hating Trump. And it's like, it just validates it. Like I sent it to so many people that think I'm crazy with the fucking, you know, these people are Satanists and they drink baby blood and adrenochrome and shit. And they're just like, that dude, like that's real, that's fake. It's like, no dude, that shit's real. Mm -hmm. All right, so we're getting validated even on adrenochrome from like, you know, like everything is showing itself. Everyone is seeing that we've been right about everything. But if Trump doesn't pull this off, which pray he does, if he doesn't, We just have to take one L. Mm -hmm. Granted, it may be the biggest L, but we have to take an L on it. But that doesn't discredit everything else that we've said. And that doesn't stop the movement. That doesn't stop us from moving forward and still trying to red pill the world and expose information and expose pedophilia and sex trafficking and fucking the demonic shit that they're doing and talk about space being faking gay. It doesn't stop any of that. We just lost the battle that Trump was going to be able to stop it. Mm -hmm. Okay. And again, that didn't happen yet. I'm still all in. I want this to happen. I believe that something's going to happen between now and the 20th. I really, truly believe that in my heart, but just know, I just want to prepare you guys because everyone else is just smoking hopium. I want to prepare you that if it doesn't, we're still right. We're still good. We're not wrong. We, the people need to then take the fuck over. We need to take control and I'm not even talking about fucking storming the Pentagon or doing we need to take control of ourselves. We need to form communities. We need to stop fighting within ourselves. We need to stop attacking each other within our movement. We need to start talking about different communities that we can build, maybe places we can move to if you live in a hotbed like me and fucking five minutes outside of New York City or LA or Chicago, we need to start making change and taking action and, you know, spend a little less time on the keyboard and a little more time really rising up. And, you know, getting in the same spots, forming communities, forming groups, getting closer to each other and preparing for the potential worst case scenario. But it does not make you wrong if Trump didn't stop what was happening. But, Bobby, we will not. We will not. Or I will not. And you will not. I will not turn into the left on the 21st if that happens and start spending all my time praying for impeachment because we're done at that point. Okay, have the House and Senate and the president. There will be no impeachment. There will be no winning in Congress or government. It will be we the people win, or they win. There is no more. There's, there's no more governmental legal routes to go because they control it all.
1: Yeah, and and here's the other thing I want people to understand is even when we say like necessarily technically like quote unquote Trump couldn't stop it. But if Trump was part of the apparatus that woke the populace up to the to, to, to fact that this stuff is talked about in the mainstream now and to the fact that we understand that there was voter fraud and that everything was stolen, that they basically stole uh, two branches of the government from us. Um, Then, you know, these are victories. And I know you guys probably think I'm talking out of my ass. Some people might, but I look at it like that. Like, part of this is exposed. Like, you guys gotta see what's going on here in order to stop this kind of shit. So, then we can come up with effective strategies going forward. Yeah, and I do, do agree that the infighting, it never helps. And also, chasing hopium doesn't help either you know chasing confirmation bias i still you know and i always go against uh like for example like if i get an inbox where like two or three people are kind of chasing the same fringe story i'll stay mm-hmm. away from that because right. i feel like some people are just chasing whatever you know makes them feel good or or kind of you know confirms uh their their confirmation bias, so. yeah that's exactly what it is so um you know i'm i'm I try to remain realistic, and I actually used this analogy in the Discord last night where, you know, yesterday I was playing chess, and I lost a chess match because I was only thinking about my moves, and I wasn't thinking about the opponent's moves, and I had this person trapped, and next thing you know, I got checkmated because I wasn't thinking about the counter moves. So I think that's important that, you know, you have to think about your moves as well as the moves from the other side, so that way you can have a full scope of the chess match that's being played. So there's multiple chessboards going on right now. So I think that that needs to be known. There's a lot of different pieces being moved. There's a lot of boards, you know, uh, being played on. But the thing is, is the fucking pawns that were used on January 26th, it's so fucking obvious. And the apparatus that was in place, how Nancy Pelosi gets an interview, you know, with uh, 48 Hours, you know, right right after it. And they put out this, like, propaganda about the white supremacists at the Capitol building. Ladies and gentlemen, the planes did not hit the towers on 9-11 unless they were allowed to hit the fucking yes. towers. The people at the Capitol were not allowed in the, you know, we're not going to, they can't get into the Capitol. They're not going to bust
0: the door down unless someone lets them bust the door down.
1: Exactly. Right. Exactly. Look at the, look at the, uh, you're telling me they didn't have enough security knowing that they were about to certify an election and there was a fucking protest going on in D.C.? In D.C. with hundreds of thousands Trump supporters, and you're telling me that they didn't at think- the Capitol. At the Capitol,
0: this isn't at a fucking Dave and Buster's. Like this is the fucking <laughs> Capitol. Like anyone who was watching it, like when people asked, like Tommy, you going to the Capitol? I was like, no. Yeah. And everyone's yeah. like, why? I was like, first of all, I got a rotten hip. <laughs> I fucking you know, I'm not standing. If I'm if I'm getting up and go, I'm taking a cortisone shot, it's gonna be for fucking going to war. You know, not fucking uh, standing around all day. Like I just. For me, it's everyone asked me, why aren't you going? I'm like, because there's going to be fucking I don't think anything's going to happen from it. Mm -hmm. And there's going to be some shit popping off. They're going to be busting in Antifa and shit. This isn't really going to be the way a lot of people think it is. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, I think a lot of people are walking into a trap. That's what I said. So I was like, they know we're coming. They know Antifa's coming. They know there's going to be people just going crazy. And for me, I don't think it's going to do anything but make us look bad right? So I appreciate everyone who went. I got shit on last night by people saying, you know, you said the people who went to the rally, you know, are idiots. No, I do not. I I, Half my friends went. I was on the phone with half my friends Mm -hmm. who were there and they're patriots and they wanted their voices to be heard. And I said, go do it. Awesome. I said, for me, I'm not a protester, right? So I don't think it's going to accomplish anything. Mm -hmm. So if I thought it would accomplish something, if I thought me being there would change the vote, If I thought me being there would change the process, then I'd be there, right? If we were going to war that day, I'm fucking there, right? Like when I saw shit popping off, I actually wished I was there. And I did say that that day. But anyone who, you know, kind of knows the way the cabal works knew that that was a trap. Like that was a setup that they were going to use this as a false flag. I just thought it would be after dark. I didn't think they would do it at one o'clock. But when you looked at the people going up the steps to the front door, I mean, it was crazy, dude. There was no cops anywhere, nowhere. And I was talking to friends of mine who were there who were like, bro, none. Like you have videos of the cops opening the gates, letting people in. Like they let those people get to the front. They let those people bang on the door and they then bust in people who were dressed as patriots to kick that door in. To cause what happened to then hopefully impeach Trump. So it was very well calculated, very well thought out. And, f- you know, as I said, we walked into a trap. It, the was, a trap. it was a trap. First
1: time I know, I realized it was a trap. Um, well, first of all, the timing was strange. And uh, my buddy who was there brought this to my attention as well um, that the timing of them storming the Capitol was like, right after the Trump rally ended. So the people that were at the rally didn't even have enough time to walk
0: mathematically impossible,
1: mathematically impossible. So the people at the rally weren't the ones that were busting in. So that that's that's number one. But but number two was uh, the person there was this uh, probably young, uh, probably mid 20s guy that was right there when the when the pro Trump lady got shot and just so happened to get in front of a camera You know, uh, right after um, and the way that this person, this gentleman uh, was manipulated, kind of the way he was working the camera, I was like, this guy's a professional, the way he's speaking to reporters. So this person was right there, right Mm -hmm. there when this person got shot and then just so happened to be walking down the street in front of hundreds of thousands of people and got an interview with CBS. You know, like you have to think Mm -hmm. about these things. Who are the people that are always there in the front lines with the cameras? Who are the ones that just so happen to be right there when the person got shot and also right there to be interviewed simultaneously
0: and well-spoken in the interviews and stuff, right? Like
1: he was the way he looked at the the interviewer and then looked at the camera and then calculatingly turned around to show his Trump Pence hat. uh I was like, Uh this guy deserves a fucking Oscar right now. So, and here's the second affirmation that it's a false flag, is the censorship, but also the dialogue. What happened with some of the uh, uh, congressmen and women? They were saying after the events of today, after the events of January 6th, I can no longer contest the election. And what are celebrities saying? After the events of January 6th, you know, I I can't believe these white supremacists. And so like, and even your friends down the street who are left-leaning are saying, you know, are attacking you now more vigorously saying, I can't believe after January 6th, after the mob, the vicious alt-right, far-right white supremacist mob attack, how can you still support this man? So that's what's happening right now, ladies and gentlemen. You know, we're seeing it from entertainment. We're seeing it from po- the pop political realm, and we're even seeing it with our friends down the street from all different 3 prong three-prong approach uh, to, you know, psychological warfare to, to create, like we said, the reaction. So the problem was storming the Capitol. The reaction was, oh my God, look at these white supremacist Trump supporters. And the solution is silence everybody from the right you know, even go as far as put them in fucking re-education camps. Don't allow them to make money. And and that's 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 where we're at right now.
0: Yep. Yep. I mean, it's it's all right there, man. It it was all fucking the writing was on the wall, it's all clear as day, and they're getting exactly what they want. It's just so hypocritical. I mean, it's just watching these people go, this violent mob. First of all, no one did fucking anything in there. I was mm-hmm. watching the cameras. They were sitting in chairs and holding their arms up, like half of them were fucking at everything, every shot that you heard fucking. His stabbings, the dude that was stabbing everyone, like, was known Antifa. They went to his Facebook page and found information that he's Antifa, the dude who stabbed the people. Um, the, a cop shot fucking the one girl that supposedly died. And, like, none, it, this wasn't, like, they weren't going in there burning the building down. The, right. Did the, the Capitol light on fire? I mean, for Christ's sake, all summer, every time... Anyone got a hold of anything stores that poor middle class Americans were owning, trying to make a living for their families, getting burnt to the ground. And Don Lemon and people like that were going, well, they have a right to be angry. Sometimes violence is the answer. (laughs) Meanwhile, they were in the motherfucking Capitol and no one lit a match. Yeah. Like, like, they broke a window or two? Like, are you kidding me? I saw
1: videos so, of Trump supporters cleaning up after themselves. Yeah, I I cleaning up the mess. I was hearing from people there that they took porto potties away and garbage cans, like, stuff like that to make it look like, like you know, we created a, uh, you know, some type of, like, you know, basically... The rain like
0: them, and rain them were saying it, that they couldn't even go to the bathroom. There's nowhere to go to the bathroom.
1: Yeah, there was nowhere to go to the bathroom. But, you know, this, what this does is, and this is why, and I'm going to say this, and a lot of you guys are going to think this is blasphemy, but... I, this whole thing, the coronavirus leading up to January 6th, is going to be looked at, at a, 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 as a false flag event of 9-11 proportions. It really is. When you, when you think about the number of, of people that are affected, not the tragic loss, and I don't want to say anything that will upset somebody that lost somebody during 9-11. I'm just talking about the scope of the false flag event That and the way that they're going to use this false flag event to create decades, decades. Of not just censorship, but I mean it's gonna get violent. It's and, and, and we're gonna be looking at this that you know, this is gonna happen for a long time. And it's domestic. This is domestic terrorism what they're doing, you know, and um and I, I safely say that now. At the beginning, somebody was like, coronavirus is the new eleven. I was like, How dare you? How dare-? How dare you? Yeah. But if we look at the whole thing, what what's gone on this year? I mean, it is the most calculated. I'll be honest. I got to give them credit. Like the most calculated, well thought out false flag event I've, I've ever seen in my lifetime or research, to be honest with you.
0: It's, I mean, it, 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 the, the proportions that they blew this to is fucking insane. I mean, it's, uh, and it, and it wouldn't be insane if we didn't just go through a whole summer of everyone burning the entire country down. Right. You know, like that's the thing, like that's the thing that pisses you off that this one incident is the end of the motherfucking world. and, the thing I was telling one of my liberal friends, they're like, well, that was the capital. It's so much worse. I'm like, no, it's not. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. Because I'm going to tell you why. Okay, I don't think it should have been done. I said it on the Discord. I said I thought it was stupid. We shouldn't have fucking done that on that day at that time, especially when they were going to vote. And that was one of our last Hail Marys to fucking save us. The last thing you want to do is disrupt that hearing because all disrupting the hearing is going to do is give it an automatic no vote, right? Like there's no way, like all the Republicans were immediately going to turn because they don't want to get fucking blasted by the media all day. But I said, I was like, that was not wrong because patriots are mad and they're mad at the government. They're mad that the government is stealing from us. They're stealing elections from us. They're trying to take us over. So patriots went and stormed the government. Mm-hmm. They took their anger out on the people who are hurting them. Right. Believe it or not, And this is going to sound crazy to some of you patriots that are listening, but take yourself out of your emotional state. Understand that I am 100% think the George Floyd shit was a setup and bullshit, and I'm totally against burning shit down. I'm totally against the riots. I'm totally against all of it. But the Minnesota thing, when they took over the police station, I had less of a problem with that than when they were burning down small businesses. Mm -hmm. Because I said, If your frustration is with the police department and you feel like they're fucking killing your people and being bad to your people, then go to the police department Mm -hmm. and protest, riot, do whatever you want. Do not take the little Asian guy's laundromat up the street down. Do not go steal sneakers from Macy's. Go to the source of the problem. So it's the same thing we do in life, right, Bob? Like if I got a problem with you, I'm not going to talk to Kurt about it. We'll go right to you. So at least the patriots went to the source of the problem. The government's fucking us. Pelosi, Biden, Schumer, all these people are coming after us. They're in that fucking building. We're going in that motherfucking building. I can get behind that, just not now. It was too, you can't do anything before the 20th. You can't believe that there's a fucking plan and then fuck the plan up because mm-hmm. if you believe that there's a plan, you were probably not part of that plan. <laughs> like, you know, So let the plan play out, and then if they start fucking trying to mass vaccinate us and fucking Biden gets inaugurated and all that, and then everyone wants to rise the fuck up, go balls to the wall. Do what you want. Take the country back. But yeah, that time went
1: wrong. The, the, to kind of further your point about the uh, George Floyd stuff, and it's the same playbook that I was saying, where you're not... Gonna storm the police station and take it over unless it's allowed to happen. Yeah. So that's the other thing. I mean, just think about that. Like, like think of the trained officials that are there. The type of weaponry. Are you really? You really think you are gonna have the balls to go fucking storm a police station? Jesus. So you have to think about all of those things as well. Like, was the police station the same thing as a fuck the capital? Yeah. Of course it it. was. They let it.
0: They let it get taken over. They even said it. Yeah. They even came out and said it. Like we left. Like so. I mean, even even though we know. That there was a bigger scheme, a macro scheme at him. They actually admitted the micro. They were like, yeah, we got the fuck out of there. Yeah. Like,
1: so it's just real. And then what happened in the wee hours of the night? They certified the election, right? Mm-hmm. They certified the election. They, they reconvened after all this happened. So think about that. I mean, they reconvened and certified the election. Oh, That's crazy. You know? And I saw As They security. were saying they
0: fear for their lives.
1: Yeah, they set a curfew, and then I saw better security outside hotel rooms and hotels than I did outside the Capitol building.
0: Do you remember what the security was like at the White House uh, when Trump did the walkthrough? Remember when he did the walk uh, during the summer? No, I uh, don't. No. With the Bible, when he walked to the church. Yeah epic walk i forget what oh, was going on yeah
1: okay yeah yeah, yeah 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 yeah
0: so did you see the amount of people with shields and bulletproof vests and fucking tear gas that were lined up outside that gate yes, to stop everyone from like there were they couldn't get within a mile Man. of the white house you're telling me that the people that are the most afraid of us pelosi and all them, that knew there was going to be millions of us there didn't have fucking layers and layers and layers of policemen with shields and fucking helmets and the National Guard and all there as a preventative measure. Really? Bro, I but saw, me and Bobby knew on a podcast shit was gonna pop off yeah. three weeks ago. Really? I, I saw better
1: really? riot I saw better riot police at uh music festivals where Three Six Mafia was playing. I saw more riot. 20 times better, Bob. Yeah. Twenty times. They're
0: like we gotta i mean, the, the bars with better security than that than there was there. So that's really
1: all we're trying to point out is realistically it's the same playbook and it gives them the excuse. They needed an excuse to go in there and certify the election without you know the protesting and then they needed the excuse to go forth and put forward. And guess what's going to happen, ladies and gentlemen, over the next year and two? They're going to be using it as an excuse to increase censorship. And Mm -hmm. then they're going to be using it as an excuse to take... Well, they are already. Yeah.
0: They just took Parler down because they said that's where all the people who will fucking like rally these terrorists. They're trying to declare MAGA a terrorist organization and anyone who's MAGA and performing any type of rallies or group meetups, the equivalent of terrorist organizations meeting up. CNN's looking to get Fox News banned from television. They Mm -hmm. want them off because they said they're facilitating this violence. Uh, They justified censoring everyone, kicking Trump off the Internet. Uh, You know, they're shutting down. They're trying to stall Gab. They're shutting down Parler. They're going after everything simply all because of this one false flag event. This validates them. Like Bob said, this gives them the thing to say the reason why we shut down parlors so that January 6th doesn't happen again. Mm -hmm. The reason we did this is so January 6th doesn't happen again. It's all so January 6th doesn't happen again, which is something that they facilitated and obviously manipulated. But um, how about Ron Paul, my boy, my God, I love Ron Paul. Uh, Ron Paul getting fucking taken off Facebook for a period of time for violent threats. He literally is a pacifist. <laughs> he is 85 years old. He has gotten <laughs> shunned by the large part from the Republican party simply because his stance on war is that we should never go to yeah. war and war yeah. and violence is never the answer. So much so that his own party shunned him. Okay. And he had to become a libertarian. So Ron Paul is the biggest pacifist. He's a, he's an anti-interventionist, okay? He does not like government. He does not like violence. He does not like war. He's just live and let live. He's like the fucking 28-year-old hot stoned girl with the dreads and no bra. You know, like that's Ron Paul. And they took him down for fucking violent threats and harassment because he did a podcast. Um, it, it's just crazy the censorship that's going on, Bob, and it's not going to stop. Yeah,
1: and I don't know if anybody remembers, but when Ron Paul ran for president, I think it was the 2012 campaign, and so during the primaries, like, you know, in the various states, like Iowa, you know, he would finish, like, second, third, and so they tried Mm. as hard as they could to erase him and like, oh, that, like they'd be yeah. like, oh, uh you know, so and so finished first, so and so finished second, and so and so finished fourth. But they like, just like, like, yeah, didn't even, didn't even them talk to him on stage.
0: stage. They didn't, I mean, they, I love him so much. It was driving me insane because I, it was just, they fucking ignored. No one wanted to debate him. Anytime he spoke, no, they all just no. shut the fuck up because they knew they were going to get diced They never asked him a question. He used to be standing like can someone ask me a question over here? Well, I got an answer to this question. And no one would fucking ask him a question. Uh, yeah, but I mean, that's how you know someone's right. Yeah. And and the other thing
1: about censorship is that when you censor what you consider taboo, a new taboo is created. So for example, like, you know, even though you may disagree with stuff like the Confederate flag, when you erase it, when you erase history, you have to find a new object that's taboo. And the new object that's going to be taboo is the American flag. The American flag is at some point going to be considered the Confederate flag of the United Nations or of globalism. They're gonna be looked at as the rebels, the rebellion from the globalist movement. And so at some point, if it if, if the new world order comes into full effect and the UN flag ends up being the representation of the entire world, the United States flag is gonna be a representation of a rebellion, and they're gonna be taking the, the United States flag down. So that's the reason why we don't want censorship. The other reason why is because if you want if, if you want censorship for other people, okay, if you want, guess what? Eventually, you're going to be censored as well. If they're capable of censoring other people, they're also capable of censoring you, which is hilarious because Twitter, who's been involved in censoring everybody, including the president of the United States, fucking went off on the Ugandan government during their elections because the internet server providers were blocking social media apps.
0: That was the funniest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> like
1: fucking Twitter was I like... We condemn internet shutdowns, you know, they violate I, human rights. Like what?
0: I could not even Hold on, I have to find it and read it because it uh, Twitter public policy at policy. There's a real tweet from Twitter. Yeah. Ahead of the Ugandan election, we're hearing reports that internet service providers are being ordered to block social media and messaging apps. We strongly condemn internet shutdowns. Wait, can you read They're, it like Greta? <laughs> okay. Okay, yeah. Ahead of the Ugandan election, we're hearing reports that internet service providers are being ordered to block social media and messaging apps, <laughs> We strongly condemn the internet shutdowns. They are highly harmful, violate basic human rights, and are the principles of the open internet. <laughs> the hashtag open internet. Hashtag open internet. <laughs> I mean, come on, dude. Like, I mean, how do you- Twitter- is talking about like, hey, hey, you can't shut us down. This is against free speech and open Internet. Like, what the fuck? You can't shut down social media apps. Meanwhile, they're shutting down everything in America. They interfere with elections.
1: Oh, but, mu- you know, they're private businesses. Listen, first of all, they have liability predictions. Guess what? Guess what else? A private or a monopoly. Deal? Guess what else is a private business? My, the four fucking deep. local. Bo- yeah, four deep, deep the local fucking restaurant that's shut down, you know, like uh-huh. you know, all these small businesses that are getting shut down, the fact that, you know, I can't go out and perform in front of a fully packed bar, you know, because they're at twenty five percent capacity and have to shut down at ten o'clock. So you guys well, I mean, have-
0: they're usually they're usually at twenty five percent capacity when you're in
1: there. <laughs> I mean, look, well, at least it's forced twenty five. So,
0: like, let's just keep bringing Bob in. It'll be like it always was when Bob came and we won't feel any different. You know, we're only a quarter full as fucking Bobby's on. Well
1: here's what I look at it. if it's twenty five percent Capacity rules and it's filled, then I it's a hundred percent capacity, you know.
0: Right, yeah, that's that exactly right. Your same nine fans will show up.
1: Yeah, a hundred percent of twenty-five percent is a hundred percent every, mean every, every time. time.
0: I just couldn't <laughs> I couldn't miss that opportunity. I had to cut your own.
1: No, that's perfect. I like that. No, I mean, but, but right that's there. just really what it is. I mean, like it's it's stone, it's throwing stones from glass houses. That, that's what Twitter's doing, you know. Rules for thee, but not for me, you know. Right.
0: Yep, and it's it's crazy. And and then you start to see everyone cucking up, right? Like you see all the Republicans cuck up and show themselves. Uh, Bill Belichick fucking cucked up. Like that was... That was you think the about? most
1: surprising cuck job. I
0: was like, wait, what, what? What?
1: That was the most surprising cuck job. Because I always thought him and Tom were kind of lock and key, but... I'm almost wondering if that, that's part of the reason why Tom left. I wonder if they had ideological beliefs. But, and guess what Belichick said in a statement? Didn't he use January 6th as his excuse not to accept his presidential medal?
0: Yep. That's what he did. That's when he cucked up when he said he's not going to go accept his presidential medal of freedom after because of January 26th. January 6th. That's on. Like, are you kidding me? It's on. Like you know what the good thing is? It actually was the one thing that was making me not fully 100% despise the Patriots. So now I can go back. (laughs) Well, here's the other thing. It ends my argument of who
1: was the most responsible for all the Super Bowls.
0: (laughs) It's definitely Tom Brady. (laughs) And he's
1: in the playoffs right now, isn't he? So winning. Go woke, go broke, motherfucker.
0: (laughs) Yeah, fuck off, Bill, you fucking cuck. Man, I'm so pissed
1: because he was my favorite coach, even though I hated the fucking, I respected the shit out of his coaching style. I just, fuck, man.
0: It was unfortunate, for sure. I that, mean, that I, one hit I, hard. I always liked Bill Belichick and respected him um, because of the way he handled it. But now I'm fuck, fuck him. I hate him again.
1: Yeah, uh, but um, you know, I was on that like same point. You know, I was talking to you about Dan Lebitard and how he, you know, he left ESPN for probably because uh-huh. of his wokeness. Maybe his ratings mm-hmm. tanked. So he's starting a uh, a progressive like a podcast, you know, kind of like outkick the coverage alternative type thing. But for the left with like the former ESPN, by the way, the CEO that got fired when that executive order came out, I'm sorry, he stepped down. Remember when the EO came out in 2017 and all the CEOs started stepping down? Well, John Skipper from ESPN stepped down. So he's starting this like progressive alternative with John Skipper as well As your favorite
0: Jamel Hill, I wonder how
1: successful that that
0: fucking dumb whore. (laughs) You fucking stupid whore, Jamel. I know you're probably listening. You stupid whore. For those people that don't know, me and Jamel Hill gotten a couple, couple uh, paper worthy. We actually made the papers. uh, Internet fights back when I used to be a thing on Twitter. But Jamel Hill, if you're listening, go fuck yourself. fucking horror. but it's so funny because race baiting fucking hypocrite piece of shit and i've noticed Lebetard over the last few years turning full cabal yeah and it's just oh god those two together i want to vomit
1: well i mean dude i mean levitard referenced once again january 6th and the riots on the Capitol oh, so on his last episode so like like the day after the day after the riots levitard went Fucking ape shit went full oh. retard, you know, like calling out Clay Travis and all these other people. And so now he's going to start a politically progressive and oh. diverse. Diverse is the one of the. Diverse. Words. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Diverse. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Diverse sports content company. Cause that's that worked for ESPN. I thought ESPN was the progressive, diverse sports content. Well, you know
0: what's good though? I mean, hopefully they all do that, right? Like, hopefully they all, like, all the big personalities from ESPN leave and then go start their own thing and they just they can kind of break up the fucking ESPN monopoly. I think you know, it's like, great. Right.
1: Clay track, yeah. welcome. Let you. them open
0: up 100. Yeah, they should. I welcome it too. Like yeah. let them do it. Like let them open 100 of those fucking companies, like pull from ESPN and start competing against their they'll eat their own as we say the left always does.
1: Well, and this is a good topic too because you know, I always ask people I say, "Okay, name Name anybody like a personality from the left that has a really successful independent like radio show or YouTube page yeah. or podcast, oh, yeah. and it's very numbered. Like, you may can say, like, the Young Turks is like the top. But well, they're, you can
0: also say that a lot of them, like, you could say Stern, right? But most of them weren't left got bought out left. Yeah. Over yeah. and over yeah. and turned left but none of them were like not many of them were left to well, start. it's,
1: it's kind of like when people use like like sweden and other countries an examples of, of like successful socialism countries you're like well they didn't start out that way <laughs> you right. know like yeah. Like, yeah. like they built their their income through you know other means other than socialism um, right. but it's the same thing with these, like, like you're not going to start a buildup with a socialist, you know, right. woke type progressive movement because they don't realize that they're backed up by these major billionaires. And without that backing, they're fucked. Like they're, they're, they're totally fucked on their own. And so I welcome, I welcome all of them to start their own independent outlaw. You know, I Jeez. love free market capitalism. I love it. Yeah, it's great. Let's you go. should. Let's go break up. This yeah, I don't have to.
0: Yeah, break, break up. up all the monopolies. Like, we need to break up Facebook. We need to break up Twitter. We need to break up fucking ESPN. We need to break, break up Fox News. Break it all up. Mm-hmm. Let's move to strict. Let's, let's rewind twi- time and go back to fucking small businesses everywhere competing with each other, which is healthy for the economy. Yeah, I mean, get them I'm, out of their I'm, ivory I'm towers
1: and and let them roll and see if their fan base follows them. Listen, their fan base is loyal to the to the shield. Their fan base is loyal to the the party. Their fan base is loyal to the you know the ESPN logo. That's what their loyalty is to, and they're going to realize yeah. really quick that what happens is when you get that fucking high horse that I'm a member of ESPN, you got that ESPN next to your name, and then you take that away, and then the eyeballs stay on ESPN. You're like fuck, I'm like you know
0: maybe I mean, you know. <laughs> i mean uh, i feel like i know what you're talking about like i mean for me it's happened to me in my fantasy companies and it's happened at other companies i work for one being rotor grinders when i Mm -hmm. worked there you know there was they were they were great company you know they were a good company they're one of the first ones they're a big company and i saw a lot of people leave to go start their own thing because they got a big name being at that rg and they all failed right? Like they were all falling on their face. And I was like, well, because, you know, they left the mothership too early, right? They tried to use RG to go start their own thing. And that was one of the reasons why when I left RG due to, you know, just issues that we had based on what I felt I was worth. I didn't go immediately start my own thing because I didn't think I was ready. yet. I knew I was ready financially and monetarily and mentally. I just saw too many people leaving and failing. And I said, you know what, let me make one more stop before I do that. And I went to a smaller company, which was Scout. And um, help build that from from a smaller base to a bigger base to show myself and build my own community away from the mothership, right? So I was still in a safe zone, but I built my own community, and then I moved forward to start, you know, Guru Elite, which then turned into uh, uh, four deep uh, four deep bets. So I think that happens a lot of times where the sec people don't realize how fucking useless they are until they go try to start their own thing. Or people are very valuable, and they just go to start their own thing too early, right? Right? Or they go about it the wrong way. It's a very fine line of knowing your worth, and that's one thing that we all struggle with. Of is it me, or is it the company, or is it the mothership, or the individual? And um, the, the tough thing is when you see people, and I have this happen to me all the time, who just fucking use you, you know. And and that's frustrating, you know. They try to, you know, not go build their own thing. They just try to steal from your thing, mm-hmm. and that's fine. You just move forward and it's fine. And that lets you know that you're doing something good too. It really does. It's reaffirmation. And and if they do great, like, I mean, it happened to me on my fantasy company three different times. Like that's fine. You know, and they had a successful little tiny business that no one competed. No one hurt us. You know, like, yeah, as long as you treat your base right and you do what's right, it doesn't matter what anyone says to you or about you or anything. Like, yeah, maybe you go, maybe you lose 5% of your people. Oh, all right. Well, you'll get 5% more if you just keep doing the right thing by everyone. So. And do you remember, um, not the out. Were you finished or? No, no, no. I'm sorry. Okay.
1: Um. And do you remember? Because it's kind of the similar thing where, um, I, th- I think it was early this year, maybe last year. Stephen A. Smith was was catching flack for accepting a large contract, and people were like, "Oh, you know, they ESPN can't afford to pay other people because you accepted such a large contract." And um. However, you feel about Stephen A. Smith, I mean, he had a really good response. So he's like, "Listen, motherfuckers, like I am creating jobs. Like I, I bring ratings in to ESPN. Like I know my worth. Like it's important to know your fucking worth and look out for yourself in this game. And guess what? If other people at ESPN." aren't bringing ratings in and their jobs are failing, like, like, sorry, it's not my fucking job to prop them up and to accept less pay if I know that my ratings are going up. So I got to commend Stephen A for that comment. I'm kind of, I've always been, like, on the fence about him because there are a couple times where I've actually listened to him on Fox Radio. I'm like, huh, I mean, like, this guy actually has decent things to say. And then other times I'm like, Jesus Christ, Stephen A. But in that, that instance, I think that's a good message to be sent. You know, like even with contracts, like I understand sometimes you can, you know, accept less money so that your team can, you know, win Super Bowls and shit like that. But when you're in like media, Like, Uh I mean, dude, you got to know your worth in this industry and you got to do whatever you can to sustain your worth because there's always that next person around the corner that that's at your job, you know, and there's always another market. So, you know, I commend him for that. And the same rule applies to everybody else is to understand your worth in that respect, too.
0: And and that's uh, that's one of the things that, you know, even Stephen, A. I have a lot of problem with a lot of the stuff he does. But I'm mean, just the stuff he says. Just fucking retarded, and he, he just talks about too many things that he knows nothing about. Like, I think that's the about.
1: problem. I think they spread him too thin. They realize his ratings
0: are good, so yeah. they like, hey, will you go do UFC? Yep, exactly. Yeah, he's doing UFC. He's doing football. Like he's fucking talking about players that haven't played in two years. You
1: know? <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. Remember
0: that? Like, he he even sounds even like Danny either. on the phone. Yeah. It <laughs> sounds like Uncle Danny. That's what he sounds like. He he's sounds like, like Uncle I
1: think Dan. Richard Todd is gonna throw for thirty yeah. touchdowns this year. <laughs>
0: stop freeman mcneil and your fantasy team <laughs> yeah but he uh it's but yeah but you freeman know what McNeil. Yeah. <laughs> like, the thing about him is he he does know he has an audience he knows his following he knows his brand right yeah. so I, mean, I do respect him for that and the same with anyone else uh it's just when people try to you know like people think they're important because they work at espn
1: mm-hmm.
0: right and it's like you're nothing without espn You were nothing before ESPN and you're nothing after. And that ESPN thing drives me nuts because these people have like 500,000 followers on Twitter and it's all just because they were on ESPN. Like once you leave ESPN, you're nothing like Barstool. Remember the dude who left Barstool or whatever and tried to start his own thing? Yeah, um, was it text uh, or you, you maybe another text? Guy, yeah. One right? And it just fell on his face. But listen, yeah. I wish everyone success, and I think everyone should go start their own businesses. I'm okay like, I'm with all it. Man. For it, go I'm okay do it. Just do it. it the right way. Don't be fucking shady about it. But do it the right way. Yeah, that's that's all I ask from anyone. So, yeah. um, let's let's touch on this fucking Bell Delphine shit, and we'll yes. try and get out of here. We want to keep this under an hour and a half. Yeah. Um, but Bell Delphine. This shit is fucking maniacal. Mm-hmm. For those of you that don't know who this bitch is. You know when I say this bitch, that fucking some doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. Um she is a I don't know if she's an OnlyFans girl or porn. She is an whatever.
1: OnlyFans girl. Yeah. She had yeah. she had an OnlyFans account. Yeah.
0: Right. And she's got like a million and a half followers and she posted. I mean, talk about just fucking read the room, bitch. Um, but this just shows you how cocky they're getting right now. Like, they're not hiding anything. They're not they're wiping Trump off the internet. They're just wiping parlor off the internet. Like, they're no longer censoring. They're just straight fucking cutting heads off and fucking putting Lady Gaga to sing the anthem and Tom Hanks to fucking do it. Like, they're like, all in. You ever mm-hmm. see that gif where the guy just goes all in and pushes all the chips in? Yeah. That's They're just like, all in. There's no frog in a pot here. We're not waiting four years. We're getting yeah. it all done right now. So Belle Delphine, one of their big fucking... Uh, puppets on the internet posts a fucking only fans scene of her getting tied up in a truck as a little child and getting fucked against a fence as a little girl and tied up and raped it's a, it's a sex trafficking rape scene like she comes out of a truck tied up with rope around her and it's fucking i mean like what are you doing like and she's allowed on twitter and that's what that's like she's allowed uh, yeah. on twitter we're all gone
1: yeah, and here's the thing, like with these e girls, and that's kind of what, like e girls, e boys. That that's kind of what the name that they're given because they're social media influencers. They're the ones on TikTok, you know, doing the fucking, uh, you know, strutting that ass, and and they're on YouTube, you know, literally. But you have to understand their average age fan base is like teen to preteen. Yeah, so, like it's not like like. It's not an older crowd. It's not a plus 18 crowd. You're talking about this is being shared to hundreds of thousands of young, impressionable teenagers, teenagers, you know, yes. and and millions. I mean, she has millions of followers on YouTube and TikTok or, you know, across all platforms. This is a very large social media influencer. So, you know, it's not a small account here. Posting no. human traffic-esque type
0: Human traffic pornography. porn. Rape, rape porn.
1: Rape porn. Yeah. Yeah. point. still on there, but the president of the United States apparently is too dangerous, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, basically, doesn't that, I mean, if the media controls the minds of the people and the news cycles Mm -hmm. and the Internet controls the minds of the people and they're able to wipe the president off, isn't basically Jack president and Zuckerberg vice president right now?
1: Yeah. I mean, they just proved
0: they're more powerful than the president of the United States.
1: They're not more powerful than the Ugandan president, though we found out. Yeah, so, obviously. Maybe
0: no, we need to it. take a book at a Uganda. Pop. Maybe we need to all move to Uganda. Yeah, <laughs> then, yeah.
1: that's where we go from. Here.
0: Maybe Utah just turned into Uganda.
1: Oh, <laughs> Uganda!
0: Yeah, yeah, we gotta move. We gotta move to Uganda.
1: Uganda, <laughs> Utah, Uganda. Yeah, Uganda is yeah. the new Utah.
0: <laughs> we're Uganda. We're going to Uganda. Yeah, like like uh, Bill Belichick. Like you know, we're on to Uganda. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god!
0: We're and then Uganda. we'll
1: ask you any other question. No, we're on. To Uganda. Other
0: we're on to Uganda.
1: <laughs> but what if the Patriots rise up? At the
0: we're on to Uganda. We're on to Uganda, <laughs> and no one will ever find us there, right? No, like no. you could literally go through every no. Well, now we're fucked. But you could have gone through every podcast, every everything. No one ever found us in Uganda. It was no. perfect. Fuck. Well, Man. we just blew it. So, God any other countries that start with a U? Let me see. <laughs> yeah, yeah um, uh, uh,
1: what, uh, Uruguay? Uruguay. Oh, we yeah, got that one out right, Hey, listen, Uruguay's got really good soccer. They're really uh-huh. good soccer. That's where I know it from. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They did. Well. I almost said Argentina. You know, what we did <laughs> uh, Argentina. <laughs> You yeah, said countries Dude, of the U. I'm like Argentina? Argentina. You are Argentina.
0: <laughs> Don't cry for me. That's Go funny.
1: Um, no, what I was going to say was it reminded me of like, uh, you know, because we're talking about the censorship and Internet influencers. I saw this uh, thing about Macaulay Culkin, who said he is in favor of editing Trump's cameo out. Because remember, I think, didn't he stay at Trump Tower? Alone. Alone Trump. Two? Yep.
0: They yeah. actually did in 2016. The first year Trump was in, they most of the news broadcast networks had Trump out of it. Okay. They cut that scene out. Yeah.
1: So he's in, you know, he's in favor of that, but I, if you guys ever oh, go good. to fucking Macaulay Culkin's YouTube page, First of God. all, he has a uh, he has a podcast called the Bunny Ears Podcast, and I know we've made tons of fucking references to that shit. Um, I, you know, and we you, you did your thread on Tom Hanks. I did a YouTube video on just Tom Hanks's Instagram, which was creepy, mm. which had gloves yeah. and shit. Go to fucking Macaulay Culkin's Instagram, and there's weird shit involving like baby dolls and bunny ears shit. And pe- oh, and the the creepiest thing ever is he has like a pizza themed. Um, isn't everything pizza with him everything's pizza dude like he has a pizza themed uh, cover band a velvet revolver cover band of all names called the pizza Uh, underground, I believe is what it's
0: called. I didn't even know that. Is it really? I know, I know everything with him is pizza and bunnies. Dude,
1: everything with Macaulay Culkin is pizza and bunnies and it's just creepy as fuck. And I know a lot of people are saying that he went into the industry and he got raped, but in, in, and or, you know, just got molested or whatever, just completely mind controlled MK ultra. But the thing about this is, is a lot of times is, you know, they, they end up, you know, becoming the, the evil that you know, was perpetrated on them, which is a tragedy in itself. They
0: say that most, um, spousal spouse abusers, most men who beat their wives, put it Mm -hmm. that way, um, were abused as children. Most rapists were raped as children. Um, that's very common. There's something Freudian about that. And the fact that your whole personality is developed between the ages of one and seven, you know, like I think it's like 84% of your personality is developed between the ages of one and seven. So if you grew up from the ages of one to seven, especially, But I mean, that carries forth into being nine, 10, 12 years old. Obviously, you're still in those developmental years. And you grew up seeing people that you worshipped or idolized or family members or parents treating you poorly or raping you or doing that. You're subconsciously start to feel like that's normal. And that's why you normalize it even after you find out it's wrong, because you never were taught or developed that sense of consciousness of it being wrong. You're just trying to convince yourself it's wrong. Even though you're normalized it already in your head to your core, so yeah, yeah, it makes um, comments. It makes a lot of sense why the people who were abused become the abusers. It's
1: yeah, and that it's it's 100% true and and i'm just like i'm looking through his fucking instagram right now and like i would say half of his pictures if not more he's wearing bunny ears there's a there's a bathtub picture with a little rubber ducky that he's in and we talk a lot about bathtubs being used in a lot of music videos is symbolic of being submissive so i'm dollar. seeing all the typical signs of of all the things that we've been talking about in Macaulay Culkin's Instagram. So it's it's, a, it, it's it's an interesting read. And these are the types of people that are saying, you know, we want Trump, you know, edited. And the term that we use a lot is that 1984 terms called unpersoned. And that's what's happening is that eradication of people is that in 1984, what they did was, whether it's through death or whether it's through uh, censorship, um, they would erase people from, you know, the memory bank. And that's what they're trying unperson to do. Unperson them. Yeah, unperson them. And so uh, that it's, it's just interesting the type of people that want the censorship and who they support, you know, but uh, it's creepy, man. The bell, the uh, Delfini shit and the Macaulay Culkin shit and the Lady Gaga shit. Like all, I mean, it's all coming out at once.
0: Man. It's yeah. It's, and it's just star Bobby's not even in. Yeah. He's not even in
1: Yeah, I know. like, like,
0: this is what I'm saying. If you think this is bad guys, like he's not even in office. I know. Like hopefully he never gets in office. And when he does get in office, he's going to get fucking removed immediately and you'll be replaced. But they're not even in full power yet. That's not for another week or so. So Mm -hmm. if this shit's starting now, my God, he's already backed off his $2,000 stimulus check. (laughs) You know, he said that he's already backed off the fucking college thing he ran on Mm -hmm. where now it's just 10%. He's already said he's going to raise taxes to 62%. -hmm. Like, and the stock market's still going up. (laughs) Like, it's the weirdest thing ever, but- you know, we'll see. Like I said, we, we only have a matter of days. Um, we talk nonstop all day, every day, in the guilds and in all our chat rooms and text rooms, and we're starting Telegram. So, what's our Telegram? We, should we announce that yet? Yeah. Is so we have, you start? know, we're on
1: Gab at, as at Four D Media. Um, the thing, and I don't, you know, I'll I'll say it, as of right now. So, like on Telegram, you can't start with a number. So I put a lowercase I before it, kind of like iMac. So it's like I Four D Media. I mean, the other option is that we just say four, you know, spell it out. But um, it, right now, it's at lowercase i4d. four, uh, four D.
0: You can't start with a number?
1: Can't start with a number on Telegram, which Boy, did fucking pisses me off. That really pisses me off. That's yeah. annoying. Yeah, so let me let me actually open it right now. I think it's like at i4d. Hold on, I'll double check. But um, let's see. I'm trying to pull it up. So what do you think I should, should do with that? Do you think I should um, just spell it out? I mean, you
0: could spell out four deep.
1: Okay. You want me to make that change right now? We'll just mark it as that.
0: Um, This is probably a bad idea to do this on air. I mean, it's a weird <laughs> you know. I mean, I, I would say either the number four, okay, um, which we can't do. So then it would be spelled out four deep. Or we could just make it at no mercy.
1: I think we should make it at and no then, mercy.
0: Yeah, let's make it at no mercy.
1: All right, so on air, what I'm going to do is I'm going to change this and make sure that it's not taken first of all, and then uh, yeah. we'll uh, we'll be good to go. Should I all do right, at so... no mercy podcast or at no mercy podcast? No, just
0: at no mercy. we will we'll let us do at no mercy. Uh, I'm about to find
1: out. Let's see. Edit.
0: Let's see. Let's see. We will await patiently. This makes for oh, great podcast. Oh, this great is idea. perfect podcast. Dead I'm so air. Hold on, on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. Let me see. As Bobby goes to change the handle, the pressure is on. The clock is ticking. Will Bobby be able to get the handle? Oh, no. no. Oh.
1: But at No Mercy Pod not taken. But No Mercy Podcast is taken. I don't think we should do No Mercy. If No mercy <laughs> taken and No Mercy Podcast is taken. Do you think someone How? stole our fucking...
0: Our, Bobby. Our domain? Dude, I'm surprised I still have my identity. I'm surprised I'm still breathing air at this point. I mean, we have fucking we had PayPal hold all our fucking money from the damn company from September and ban me from PayPal. Mm-hmm. Then I we got banned from all over the internet. Now I just predicted on Sunday by the way, for those that don't know, on Sunday I said when I saw that Stripe, the payment processor is no longer going to be accepting payments from Trump's businesses, I was like, ups, Yeah. We use Stripe. Yeah. And I'm like, we're next. And I said, 10, 16 p.m. on Sunday night, I said, we're next because it goes Trump, really important people, then us. Like, we're literally like, you know how there's like top shelf alcohol and then there's the Kettle One, Grey Goose, Velvet. Like, we're in that world of fucking targeting, Mm. you know? What do you know? Tuesday morning, we get a letter saying Stripe is going to be withholding 20% of our money. We're on 15-day probation, which will then lead to a 45-day probation, and they have the right to withhold all of our money. So, yes, that's happening already to us. So, uh, called it within two days of that happening.
1: So, what am I, like, the fucking, like...
0: Oh, you're like fucking um, like the, Everclear. Yeah,
1: I was about to say like the
0: grain alcohol, <laughs> moonshine. Yeah, you're on that like fucking like on. You're not even on a shelf. You're in like the fucking cabinet You're not even on bar. Shelf. like, you're like you want some it of it this back? shit. Yeah, you, you can't want some of this shit, son. Don't smoke it near a cigarette. Light on fire. Let me give you some. Let me give you some Bobby B. Let me, give, let me give you a nice, nice warm glass of sideshow Bob. <laughs>
1: That was pretty good. Thank
0: you you very much. Okay,
1: at 4Deep, if I spell it out, F-O-U-R, we can do that. Just at F-O-U-R-Deep. You want to do that? Announce that officially. So follow us at 4Deep, not the number four. This is just Telegram. Just Telegram. At 4Deep. Well, no,
0: here's the thing. Luckily, Tommy Genius. Tommy Genius. Uh I actually purchased the domain 4Deep spelt out on the internet, too. Wow. So you don't even have to worry about them being confused because if they did go to the internet and wrote 4Deep, Tommy Genius already owns it. It will direct you immediately to 4, number 4. Wow. So if, if you ever go on a telegram at 4Deep, spelled out, and if you go anywhere on the internet, you can write it however the fuck you want because I got your motherfucking back. Yeah, yeah. Don't you worry about thinking. I already took the thinking out of it for you.
1: I got one more question for you before we go. If that's okay. Okay. I don't think it's a big one, but Uh so so since I'm noticing like stocks dropping, like is, you know, Uh we talk about put options and shit, you know, betting against Uh stock. Would Uh you recommend betting against some of these big tech companies right now or
0: investing? So, so I actually have a big short on Twitter. Okay. Um, I gave our whole sports chat because that's where most of the gamblers are who are betting on this stuff. uh, A chart, (laughs) which I'll post on my Instagram. Uh, for Twitter. It is the easiest short in the history of America. Um, I also told everyone to short Ethereum uh, for a short period of time, and it went down 30%. And then I told them it's actually in a buy zone right now. So we've been doing this on the gambling side, mm. pat self on back. Um, but Twitter is a phenomenal short. And by short, it means get the fuck out of your long and bet it and it to go down. So uh, five days ago at $52, Um, I triggered a short, I think it went as high as 56. So it wasn't exactly the top. But at $52, I triggered the short for everyone. And it's down to $45. So it's down $7 from that, which is 15, 20%. And there's nothing it's in such a sell zone on the chart. And I'll post the chart on uh, on my Instagram at create the mayhem to show you that back in 2000. So here's its peaks, Bob, just to kind of walk you through it verbally. So it got as high as $69 in January of 2014, mm-hmm. went from 69 down to 30, okay? So it lost 60%. Now, that was really the peak. And now since then, these are the important numbers. Then it went all the way up to $52. Remember that number? And then it dropped down in a very short period of time, like a month, dropped down to 35, okay? $17 drop on $52 stock. It's a big move. That's like 35%. Then it went right back up to $51, and then it dropped all the way down to 14 mm. and then it, And then now, right now, it's back up to $55 as of December 18th, and it was most recently at $52 on January 8th. We remember that number, right? 52 from 2014, 52 from 2015. It fell apart, so that's when we triggered the short, and now it's down to 45. Mm. So it's actually breaking its uptrend. Uh, not to be nerding out here, but it's breaking its uptrend. It just broke it yesterday. It's got a lot of downside to it. If this thing, it has a a buy level around 40, where you could see a very short-term bounce to the upside at 40. If that thing gets through 40, it's going straight to 30. So I think it's a lock for 40. It's definitely going to 30. We're short since 52. And not only are you talking about the logical side of Everyone's fleeing Twitter. Twitter's a company that notoriously hasn't made money for many of the years it's been in existence. Uh, It's in a lot of trouble. But you also have the technical chart reading side that coincides with it. So whenever that happens, Bob, I scream short. So the uh, No Mercy 4 Deep Stock Lock of the Week was uh, shorting Twitter. And I would advise all of you to take all your money and do that or buy put options, whatever you're more comfortable with.
1: Yeah, that was that was the one thing I was like, because I watched it. Some guy was saying, you know, like you know, we can sit here and just panic about everything, or you know, like, uh why don't we invest in its collapse? You know, that that'd be the yeah. smartest thing to do.
0: Yeah, it's it's what everyone should do. I mean, you should be shorting the ever living fucking shit out of this thing. Yeah, like why wouldn't you? You have to profit from every scenario, and that's why an election night. Remember, I made like fucking you no know, ninety thousand dollars in like four hours live on video, right? Like when I was showing them on election, like. In my retirement accounts, you have to, sh- you have, by trading it. If you're not profiting from positive or negative mo- news, get out of the fucking market. That's the bottom line. You could root for something to happen, but if you know something's about to happen and you don't monetize it and you could have, I mean, you're not doing your best financially. Let's just put it that way. I want to
1: become an expert on shorting stocks and then change my name to Bobby Shorts. There's so many things that can be done with oh,
0: that. Oh, dude, you could still do the fucking no mercy shorts. I could do no
1: mercy shorts. I can oh, short okay. stocks. I am short.
0: You are short and your dick's short. That's perfect. Bobby That's shorts. perfect. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do a farewell shot because we are supposed to be recording on the 20th. Um I'm assuming we'll back that up to the 21st just to find out what the fuck is going on. So maybe we sneak one in before the 20th when I'm going to do a send-off um with a shot we'll end this up with a shot and uh, i don't know when we're going to be on again but hopefully next time we're on we will have some good news for you but in the meantime if you want to stay plugged in you have to get to the number four deep.com or spell it out we all know those two but get to uh four deep.com join our gilded our discord um our telegram which bobby just announced yeah. at four deep.com spelled out and uh let's stay connected let's stay locked in Um, don't get caught up in this take some time guys don't spend the next seven days fucking losing your mind pulling your hair out we're gonna be fine no matter what just stay positive be prepared and don't only plan for the best case scenario in case it doesn't happen so you're not caught off guard because uh we're gonna need to get to work one way or the other whether this goes our way or not so uh hopefully uh this is a final shot for uh for Donald Trump. And hopefully it's the last of term one and then we'll come on and we'll do the first one of term two next time we do the podcast. But Bobby, I will do my shot as you, uh, you give your send off.
1: Yeah. Amen. Same, same thing. And then I'll just say, you know, further, we just got a Gab account as well. Um, you know, I know we're we're trying to figure out in the alt media wars, who's going to come through. And so, like I said, I say diversify, y'all. Like get as you know, get get on all these different platforms. See which one rises to the top. It's gonna take a while to figure this stuff out. I know a lot of people say Gab's slow right now, but people don't realize Gab's been around for a long time. They went through this the same shit back in 2017. By the way, provoked by a false flag attack, or you can say whatever you want. It was the Pittsburgh shooting of a synagogue, and the and the person, the Patsy, the lone person they blamed it on was giving all of his messages through Gab. And guess what they did? They used it as an excuse to take Gab out. So they took Gab out. They MySpace Gab, basically, is what they did. And Gab created their own server. So Gab has been fully functioning since 2017. A lot of you guys haven't heard about it until now. But think about that. They've already experienced this. They've already set up their own servers. Now, are they capable to withstand the type of influx of people? I don't know. Are they experiencing so far? Servers? No. <laughs> yeah, so far no. Are they experiencing DDoS attacks? I don't fucking know. I don't know that kind of shit. All I know is that you know I trust that source as one of many. So um, you know that's one of the places that we are going to at Four Deep Media on Gab as well. So we're going to be on Telegram. We're going to be on Gab. We're in Gilded already. Um, so, you know, just follow us as many platforms as you possibly can. And, uh, we will get information out to you as quickly as we, as possible.
0: Yeah. I mean, we're just going to, and it's Bobby's fault and responsibility. Uh, <laughs> he will get no credit for it, but all the blame if it doesn't work. So we will just be like
1: a good quarterback.
0: Yes, exactly. Like a good offensive tackle. <laughs> uh, who you will see if they get a holding call, but nothing else. So, <laughs>
1: oh, that's a good but, analogy. But, yeah. Yeah.
0: but. Yeah. So as long as, you know, if you're doing your job, Bob, no one should be talking about you. Yeah. Right. You're, you're an offensive tackle.
1: Now the left tackles, they're the second highest paid person on the team. Right. Think about that. I just want you to think about that with our company.
0: That is true. That is true. true. So (laughs) we need to, uh, so follow us on all the social media platforms that are out there. Just give it a shot. Um, If we're not there with the number four deep or the words four deep, that means Bobby just fucked up. (laughs) So uh, hopefully we're everywhere. So uh, on that note, thank you bob uh we catch us in the uh discord in the gilded wherever the fuck we are by the next time we get banned for bob's lessons and the whole four deep crew i am tommy g good luck stay questioning motherfucker
1: well,
0: it's the no
1: mercy podcast with tommy g we sure like talking Hill does she create the mayhem, we create the mayhem. The bod is a gay alien. Create the mayhem, we create the mayhem. The bod is a gay alien. alien.